0: SheMD is brought to you by eCarePSC. You can visit he us at eCarePSC.com. Great pain and he wants to know if you
1: can help him. Hello everyone. Welcome to SheMD. We are on episode 10, DJ KGB.
0: DJ KGB in the house, episode 10. Woohoo!
1: Woohoo. I cannot believe we've been <laughs> able to crank out 10 <laughs> episodes. But today is about chronic pain. Chronic episode pain. Episode 10, we're in double digits, so... Um, this is a big accomplishment. Uh, DJ KGB is here, and we are going to go ahead and get it started. So we always start with a with a scenario, yes. patient scenario. Okay, so we have got a thirty eight year old female who comes to see me as a new patient. Mm-hmm. Okay, she complains of low back pain It's chronic. All right, so the back pain is really worse when she stays in the same position for too long. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like an 8 out of a 10, okay, as far as the pain scale is concerned. And it started 10 years ago after she had her first child, after she had an epidural, okay? Um, The Uh, ibuprofen she's taken doesn't help all the time. It helps some, but it doesn't last. So she's wanting, you know, something else. She's had Toradol.
0: Mm -hmm. Previous
1: PCP had her own, wait for it. Wait for it. The big O. Yes. Yeah, I, I can
0: guess. In, yeah, it's America. Healthy, right? I should know.
1: And, you know, now we're these are falling cotton. out of favor. Right?
0: Yes, they need to.
1: And so um, she's been using tramadol, which, too, is also kind of falling out of favor. Um, and she has a job where she stands on her feet all the uh, time, okay? Whoa. So she, she does hair.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, she
1: also, part-time and on a full-time job, she works in the automobile industry. She works manufacturing okay on the okay. line, right? Okay. Okay. Um, and she's worked for this car place since she was 18. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, as I'm thinking about it, this is now 20 years of, you know, stress on her low back, wow. right? I can
0: imagine. Lower back, low joints, back, and right. everything else on her body. Yes. Feet,
1: feet, you know, everything, right? Arches, yes. Now, she's got an associate's degree, mm-hmm. but she's, it's just, you know how it is, it's easier for her, <clears throat> her to stand on the line and make the money, because yes. the money is there, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, she's overweight, she has a, a body mass, Index of forty two, mm-hmm. um, and she admits to all kinds of psychosocial, psychosocial stressors at home, you know, um, work, financial strain, mm-hmm. all of that. She has a family history of substance use issues, <sighs> specifically yes. al- alcohol, and um, depression and anxiety as well. And so, her plain X-ray films just so just show some degenerative disc disease. It's mm-hmm. all it shows. Okay. And she's got a little bit of spinal stenosis too, which can be significant, but she hadn't done any physical therapy or any of that. She's just been taking her medicine and um, physical therapy is difficult because she's got the two jobs she's working. So it's hard for her, her, hard to, hard get, for her to get yeah, there. It's hard
0: for her to get there. And
1: then uh, the neurosurgeon has been giving her spinal injections. And although they work, they don't last. So the pain is chronic. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and so, you know, My thought, this is a new patient, she comes in to see me as a new patient, don't know her, Um, and I'm getting the history. So then, in my mind, I'm wondering if she's had chronic back pain, if she's had it, what's causing it, and why is she seeking a new doctor for her? Back pain. That's oh, always. I, I
0: can, ta- yeah, can kind of take a guess, yes. Uh, my brother is a physician and he's told me how mm-hmm. people source out doctors to get yes, they do. the pills.
1: They, they, the, we call those the seekers. Right? Oh, okay. The seekers. The Thank you, you for that. The seekers. But then I thought, did this woman's doctor get caught up in this recent sting for inappropriate opiate prescribing? So you know, the Appalachian Regional Prescription Opioid Strike Force takedown resulted. Mm-hmm in 53 medical professionals, y'all. 53, okay? And they were involved in over 350,000 DJKGV prescriptions. 350,000 prescriptions for controlled substances. And get this, over 32 million pills. Whoa. 10 districts, okay, in Western Virginia in Kentucky.
0: I'm not surprised.
1: And we had a, a local doctor here that was caught up in that sting Mm -hmm. and um, I wondered if this particular patient was one of his and maybe that's why she was coming to see me. So, you know, after discussion, lo and behold, she is one of uh, those patients. And um, so one of the things that I had to do with her and I do this with people who have chronic pain is I had to describe and and discuss exactly what chronic pain is. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Chronic pain develops when there is a persistent activation, okay, Mm -hmm. of a circuit pathway between the site of the painful stimulus up to the spinal cord to the brain, that whole circuitry, okay, from the pain where you stub your toe to the signal it sends to your spinal column, spinal cord to send it to the brain to say, hey, you're in pain, okay? That's a whole sort of circuit. And chronic pain occurs when that circuitry is persistently active, persistently active. Okay, I want you to remember that because that's gonna be important because there's a difference in what is actually causing the pain in, in acute versus what is likely causing the pain in chronic, okay? So the pain pathway once it's in the brain, it enters the thalamus, which is in the brainstem. And this pain stimulates, uh, stimulus triggers uh, an emotional response to this. Um, it. The only way I can describe it, DJKGB, is that once it gets into your, your brain. It causes an emotional reaction that causes what I call emotional branding. OK, so it's associated this Unpleasant sensation, and it's linked it to fear, and so the response to it is a really, bunch of, like yeah.
0: tension build up or well,
1: is um exaggerated oh, okay. because it's a constant cycle. Okay, you know, it's not like a, a pain con- loop. A pain loop, that's right? A very but good it's way not a pain
0: it. loop. Okay, but yeah. it's not an amusement park, right? Yeah,
1: but that's that's the way that it is, you know, and it, it constantly loops, and so you know. Treatment for the both of them are different, Mm -hmm. right? So say I injure my back um, and you go to the doctor and you go get treated and it's not any better, Um, you're taking stuff like incest, using heat and ice, that kind of thing, maybe doing a little physical therapy. But when it comes to chronic pain, you need to be looking at it a little bit differently because now we're talking about pain that's lasted for months and years. Right. So, like I just said, that, what'd you call it? The pain loop? The pain loop. Okay. Because the pain loop continues to cycle. Chronic pain requires a different treatment plan. It requires some cognitive behavioral therapy so that you can figure out, you know, exactly what it is that, you know, is triggering stuff. You have to gain some insight into that in order to get um, any kind of progress with the pain. You also need physical and occupational therapy you need treatment of mood disorder chronic pain can you know elicit it it can cause mood disorder right you need to exercise you need to have acupuncture okay that helps yoga helps yoga has it has been proven to help in arthritis okay and so there are medicines you can use besides the pain medicines you can use um, gabapentin, we know that's fallen out of favor because that's been uh, put in a position where people are abusing it because they can't get the opioids. But then you have the tricyclic antidepressants like the Elavil or the Amitriptyline. And then you got the newer SSRIs like duloxetine or Cymbalta. All those, you know, can be used to treat chronic pain, okay? So the goal of the treatment of chronic pain is to make your life Bigger than the pain. Okay, when you have chronic pain, the pain becomes bigger than your life. It starts to take over. It interferes in everything that you can do. Yes, I agree with that. And the and the pain stimulus is there, but all of the modalities that I've just discussed are really working toward you finding relief. Not just from the pain, but from the psychological warfare that the pain, you know, declares on you.
0: Mm. And I believe in if she chops down those things in her life that are causing her pain, <clears throat> breaking the loop, in essence, mm, it's just go. me and my simple mind. I think that would help out a whole lot.
1: Yes. And, 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 and as, as the Zen DJ KGB has just said, that's the whole point of uh, cognitive behavioral therapy to help you develop insight into what is actually causing this. Okay. What it What is causing you to feel this way, to think this way. Um, when you're in a lot of pain, it's hard to have a positive outlook. Right. Uh, it's hard to want to move. It's hard to want to get out of the bed. It's hard to want to fix dinner. It's hard to want to get the kids dressed or go to work, all those things. But the fact is, is that that pain cannot take over your life. You've got to, still live your life because you're here on earth you got to live and so all of the modalities that i'm discussing are really geared like i said to make your life bigger than your pain okay so this is where we get kind of interesting because you know i told you before there's acute pain acute pain and chronic pain and acute pain 85 percent of the Pain stimulus is coming from the acute injured site, okay? The other 15% or whatever is coming, you know, psychological and emotional, right? Mm -hmm. In chronic pain, it's almost the opposite. About 75% of the pain comes from emotional and psychological. And then about 25% actually comes from the site because of the pain loop.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: OK, and, and it takes you having a physician that is willing to sit down and explain this to you. And it takes you finding a physician who's willing to sit down and explain this to you. And you all work together to come up with a plan so you can find out what works best for you. OK, I'm not saying that people who have chronic pain don't have pain. It's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, is that the thought of the pain Tends to overshadow your life when you have chronic pain.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like a pain anticipation. Like, yeah, I'm. Yes. I'm. <laughs> I have this pain on my mind. Yes. I know it's coming. I so know it's
1: coming, and so it makes it that. Much it makes more worse. it's
0: making me physically ill. Ill. Exactly. Some, having some kind of malady. Yeah, yeah I, I agree exactly. with that. I agree okay. with that.
1: Exactly. Okay. And so that's a real. This is a real scientific and medical. Statement, okay, there's been a ton of work done on chronic pain because of the opioid epidemic, mm-hmm. because of the whole substance use issue, and so um, this is this is where we are. We've been looking and researching, trying to determine, you know, what that switch is from acute to chronic pain, and we know that this sort of loop has something to do with it. Um, uh, so... This brings me to my next discussion point. When you go to the emergency room and you're complaining of pain, I'm wearing red because red flags in medicine are pain complaints. Okay. This is why I'm wearing red. Okay, I go thought it was the
0: track bulls. No, No,
1: it's just, well, I got, you know, but no, it's because red flags, Mm -hmm. Complain of pain is a red flag. It's, It's always a red flag because it means that there's something else there underneath that needs to be explored. Okay. So when you come into the ER and you complain of pain, it's a red flag. You know what the ER doctors like to say? No one's ever died from pain. (laughs) <laughs> not from <laughs> acute for chronic musculoskeletal pain. Hey,
0: I grew up generations like, oh, just shake it off.
1: Yeah, shake it off, right? Mm-hmm. And so put some
0: Robitussin right? on it, right?
1: And so that's it. The perceptions of pain—it's not really well understood, and it's a—it's almost like a cultural thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pain's not understood. Opioids aren't understood. Addictions not understood. Um, but the bottom line is, pain doesn't directly kill people. Not musculoskeletal pain. No. The abuse of medicines to treat pain kills people.
0: That I agree with. Yes, okay. getting hooked onto those pills, yeah.
1: That kills people.
0: When you said 32 million pills, I was like, wow. That's
1: crazy.
0: Yeah, that's like going to your cupboard and just, well, you know what? I'm going to eat this cereal today. It's called Pills. Yes. And you pour milk on it.
1: Yeah, it's it's insane. What's mm-hmm. going on out there, and how people are, are getting away with this? Um, but they haven't. They got they got those fifty three people together, and and I'm telling you, it's off the chain. There's a nurse practitioner down in Tennessee that has been wowing out DJ KGB. Mm-hmm. So if you all get a chance, look at the news snippets and get get an understanding as to the situation surrounding all these particular entities that got snagged in the sting, because I'm telling you, it's crazy.
0: Well, I know there's a big national problem, especially, you know, when you hear this on the news every other week about prescription narcotics being abused Mm -hmm. and the pharmaceutical companies getting sued over this. I'm like, hey, Mm -hmm. we all know how Big Pharma is dispensing and just Mm -hmm. making these things on assembly line. It's Mm -hmm. to get you hooked.
1: Yes, it is. Not okay. to cure you. No, no. Okay. You know, um, I've said this before. The opioid crisis is man-made. Yes, it was made by the pharmaceutical industry, and the government confirmed that by uh, filing charges against uh, uh, that uh, company up in New York, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and their CEO as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so I feel like that is really, really, you know, significant as far as taking a step forward, um, because opioids are really and truly (laughs) the most potent medications we have for the treatment of pain, okay? They should not just be given out willy-nilly, okay? The U.S. is 4.6% of the world's population, 4.6%, but the U.S. uses 80% of the world's opioids mm. i've said this before why do we want to be sedated here in the u.s y'all why we need to really address that as an entity as a society yeah i agree okay 4.6 percent of the world's population but we're consuming 80 percent of the opioids i'm telling you we need to really be thinking about how we're putting these things out there and and how the world you know views us now, here's an interesting statistic. From 1997 to 2016, there has been a 500% increase in the distribution of morphine per person in the U.S., and that's equivalent to 128 Vicotin tablets. Wow. I mean, I don't know what to say with that. There's been a huge increase in prescribing. So, of course, there's been a sharp increase in opioid overdoses and deaths. That's what I can't understand as a physician, wow. how now everybody's like, oh, this is terrible. We've done all of these things. We've done this and they, we don't understand what's going on. Yeah, we do.
0: Oh, we they know what's we going
1: knew. on. We yeah. do, because I remember training in the VA medical center when they were like, pain is the fifth vital sign. And so it was a requirement to address pain and treat the pain. Mm-hmm. So we know how all this got started. Okay. We, we do. We know. And so acute and chronic pain, they're different issues, completely different. Okay. Uh, Acute pain is a symptom. Chronic pain is a disease.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. Is a disease of central sensitization pain loop. Okay. Their circuit of fear memory. Pain with emotions branded into your thinking, the pain loop. And this pain loop is causing a psychological and emotional response greater than the physical stimulus of the pain in chronic pain. So, central sensitization is a significant factor in most cases of chronic pain that cause people to see the doctor.
0: Now, try saying that five times fast. Central sensitization. Can't central
1: sensitization is... Gotcha! Yeah, you did. But that's that's the reason why people come to the doctor. And and there are some sens, central sensitization syndromes, okay, that are pretty common, like fibromyalgia, chronic headaches, mm-hmm. irritable bowel syndrome, chronic neck pain, chronic low back pain. Um, all chronic pain may be a central sensitization issue, Okay. But like I said before, we're, we're still learning more about the whole chronic pain scenario. But the research so far has told us this pain loop is what's really causing the problem. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that as it goes along, the stimulus is actually less of an issue. So we really need to, as a society, understand what pain is. Understand the difference between acute and chronic pain. Understand that they are... Treat it differently because acute pain is a symptom. Chronic pain is a disease. In the United States, we're only 4.6% of the world's population, but we're using 80% of the world's opioids. Why do we want to be sedated? This is something we have to address as a society, okay? Now, if you're having chronic pain and you don't have anyone to talk to, you don't have anyone that you can... Um, maybe troubleshoot some stuff with, email us, SheMD, capital S-H-E underscore M-D at eCarePSC.com. You will get you know a reply from me. Um, we can also set up an appointment to discuss it, but you need to understand what chronic pain is and you need to understand that there are different ways of dealing with it and chronic pain, because it's a disease, usually requires multiple modalities to uh, treat appropriately. Wow. All right?
0: Very interesting. Very interesting just, stuff. I just, yeah, I just get got hit off with a lot of knowledge. Yeah. And uh, what about alternatives? To pills.
1: Oh, there's because always
0: alternatives. I, I, yeah, I, I'd like to maybe delve a little more into this. I just saw a program where Uh, A ex-NFL well no no I think he's a current NFL player you know he is filing suit Mm -hmm. against uh, the NFL for the ability to use medical marijuana Mm -hmm. yet he is still employed in the NFL Mm -hmm. and they wants to uh, there's a special sheet that you have to fill out that has to be uh submitted to the team or the league commissioner to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh like a waiver. No, I'm not, no, I, I take that back. Mean. Not a waiver. It's uh, but well. it's a
1: recommendation, like a medical yes. uh, cannabis recommendation.
0: Yes, yeah, to use some kind of alternative medicine now. Yeah, How far football, this yeah?
1: Yeah, in football I can see where why they would use that because they're combating just they're combating pain and also the uh, CT, the,
0: yes, uh, yes, exactly. And because those guys, the, uh, those guys have a very physical job, obviously. In, I mean, every Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, Thursday night, Monday night. I mean, they're battering each other mm-hmm. and I can only imagine over a short career of maybe three, four years uh, they played 10 or 12. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the physical beating that they take is incredible.
1: Well, yeah. I'm and bad. then
0: the doctor, the team doctor prescribes them the same things that you just mentioned. Yeah.
1: And those things make it hard for them to perform.
0: Exactly. Now
1: it, Those things make it far, hard for anyone who needs to be in tip top shape to perform. So, yes, this has opened the door for uh, the discussions regarding medical marijuana and its uses in the context of chronic pain. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more to be said about that studies can't be done. No clinical trials can be done because it's illegal. Right. And so we don't really have, uh, even a little bit of knowledge to know whether or not this is something that could actually be affected. Now there's some preliminary studies from, um, uh, small research, uh, studies in, um, Colorado and Washington where they're using it to treat, mm-hmm. you know, uh, chronic pain. However, um, Those studies are promising, but again, because it's still Schedule schedule I and it is illegal uh, on a federal level, it cannot be researched properly to see whether or not it can actually be a viable alternative in treatment for opioid uh, addiction. Now, if you think about it medically and biochemically, it should, Okay, but until it's made legal, there's we're we're our hands are tied as far as what we can say it's used for and what it could be used for, mm. so that's why ha- that's going to be interesting. When uh,
0: let me ask you this, Doc: Have you ever uh, prescribed acupuncture?
1: Yes, Somebody, I mean, absolutely, okay. absolutely. Okay. Um, I, in fact, my last uh, full time practice where I was um, uh, uh, running this practice, we had a, an acupuncturist on staff. Uh, for that main reason because chronic pain is a big deal acupuncture is wonderful and acupuncture um, uh, helps with a lot of different things it's eastern medicine so it's not easily explained with western medicine uh vernacular in terms right but there is something beneficial to it and i think it has to do with how it, it redistributes um um you know the inflammatory uh products and implement, You know, that's in the arthritis and the pain, and it helps to sort of improve blood flow to the area and get rid of all the waste. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, alone may be responsible for some of the, you know, improved pain results. But, yeah, it works. People like it. And they say the same thing. I don't know why, but I could just tell you I feel better. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Great, great information. Yes. Very informative. Very informative show that we have today mm-hmm. on chronic pain. Yep. And what I want to tell our fans here at CMD, keep tuning in.
1: Yep.
0: We love feedback. There's
1: more to come. And there's
0: more to come. Yes. We're going to have a lot more content here mm-hmm. in the future.
1: We'll have some guests coming up in May.
0: Yes, guests. Mm-hmm. I love guests. Yes. I get to put them on the spot. <laughs> I, hey, I'm a troublemaker. Hey, I'm a hey.
1: So yeah, please. The devils tuned. on this
0: shoulder, the angels on this one. Hey,
1: <laughs> angels on this left shoulder. Just so y'all know, it's usually the other way
0: around. DJ KGB in the mix.
1: That's right. And Doctor Hillali, this has been SheMD podcast episode ten: Chronic Pain. SheMD. We'll see y'all next time. <laughs>